Ramin Barani, and you're listening to Film Wax Radio. Well, hey, everybody. How are you? This is Adam Shartoff, your host of Film Wax Radio. It is Friday, May 15th, 2020. This is episode 612 of the podcast. If you're a longtime listener, and even longtime listeners probably don't go back as far as episode 173, but that was the first time I had on the filmmaker John Sales on my podcast. It was a, definitely a big day for me. Uh, he had just directed a film called Go for Sisters, and one of the stars of that film was also in the interview with uh, that day, and she's back. Her name is Yolanda Ross. I, I've been keeping up with her career and loosely in and out of touch with her over the years since that, which, by the way... It's, it's, it's almost impossible to believe this, but I met her six and a half years ago. I'm looking, and that took place in November of 2013, or at least in the you know, mid to late fall of 2013. It's, it's remarkable. So after all these years, I have the wonderful Yolanda Ross back on the podcast, and I am very pleased about it. If you are a subscriber to Showtime, you will know Yolanda from the Smash episodic series The Shy, which is uh, shot entirely in Chicago, I believe, and uses a very large number of actors from the area. So there's that series. Yolanda is not from there, but she's one of the exceptions, but she is just terrific on the show. And we're going to talk about that. It's going into its uh, third season momentarily. The uh, third season of The Shy will premiere on Sunday, June the 21st, on again on Showtime. If you don't want to subscribe, why don't you, on the 21st or the 20th, get yourself a free trial subscription. It's a month long, and you can watch the entire first two seasons and then enjoy the third season, or at least, I guess, part of it. Do what you need to do, but see this uh, series and watch Yolanda and that. If that weren't enough, Yolanda is also one of the actors, part of the cast of a brand new independent dramatic film called Bull. It's terrific. I saw it a little while ago. It's directed by Annie Silverstein. I believe it's premiere at Cannes last year, of course, not this year when there was no Cannes. The uh, other folks in the film include Rob Morgan, a young actor named Amber Havard, Troy Hogan, and uh, Peggy Schott, among others. And it's a terrific, very moving film with some terrific dramatic performances, including, of course, Yolanda's. So... We're going to talk to Yolanda. We're going to talk about her past and her her future. And uh, I'm so thrilled that she relented and agreed to do the podcast with me. And I would love to have her back on as many times as she agrees to do so. This is uh, Yolanda Ross, only here on Film Wax Radio. How does it feel to be a year older? I learned that not everything stays the same. Well, if everything was always the same, life would be boring. Hey, that's in the building. Yeah. 
is the greatest city on this planet. It's time for change. That's how that shit tell me, man. That's how my daddy raised me. That glittering may not be gold. Don't let nobody blame me. She's been missing for days. Y'all know we can't depend on the police. We gotta lean on each other. Ain't nobody leaving, nobody going home. Even if they turn the lights out, the show is going on. Things are gonna change. We gonna embrace it with open arms. I can't take his place. I ain't gonna stop me from having you back. This city wasn't meant to be a jungle. We're so much more than that. If you're with me, let me get an amen. When you're ready. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Yep. There you go. Nice. Are you recording? <laughs> Hi. Okay, great. Uh, hi, Yolanda. <laughs> it's uh, I'm seeing you on a different Showtime. screen now because I've been oh. watching you on on um, on I guess my Apple. Yeah, yeah. So like I was saying, I gotta watch the shy and catch up with it. So I I actually got quite a bit of it uh, under my belt. I, I watched quite a few episodes. Oh yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. far did you get? Uh, yeah, I got. Well, I got halfway through season one, so mm-hmm. I've got a lot more. I, I have a feeling from I, then I just did a little bit more exploring that at the season, end of season two, you may have started an affair. I'm not no? saying anything. You have to watch <laughs> it. Wait. Oh, okay, but uh, it's those other people that are listening, maybe, that... that uh, <laughs> I'm just... Or let me rephrase. Mm-hmm. Let me rephrase, Okay. Um, I'm hoping uh, uh, your character, who is Jada Washington, yes, right, gets a, uh, a an arc of her own at some point. Yeah, so. I'm hoping that too. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Maybe even multiple arcs over the over time. You know. Hopefully, is this a, a project? I mean, I, I guess you can't answer this any other way, but. If I'm asking you, do you hope this series just keeps going and going for as long as possible? I guess you, you would, of course, you must. Well, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, of course, you want your work to continue on, um, you know, because acting is not a, a secure job, um, and you know, and it, it's a good, it, it, it's a good story, it's a good product. So it would be great to see it. Um, be fully realized and all the characters be fully realized and go places where you know people aren't expecting right right yeah i mean that's the that's when a series really comes to its own when Mm -hmm. when it has enough time where it doesn't have to be just i guess the writers and the producers don't just have to be concerned with ratings 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 as much titillation, as much... Uh, I'm not saying this is the shy at all. I'm just saying, speaking in very general terms. But that, you know, that's your primary concern. So you've got to do whatever you got to do. Yeah. And maybe get, rid, maybe get rid of characters that are... You know, you don't... You have to give characters and plots and develop... You have to let, give them time to breathe. Uh, back in the day, when I was growing up, you know, there wasn't such pressure, I, I'm guessing, on shows. Because even crappy shows went on for like <laughs> five seasons. But by the... But they got better because they did have that chance to... To grow, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's exactly true. And and these days, um, you know, there's so many shows and so much content. It, um, I don't know if it helps or hurts. Truthfully, um, I, I feel in some ways you can 
get more specific stories and specific sorts of, um, you know, people out there, uh, different, you know, diverse, diversity in storytelling. But at the same time, it's there's an overabundance of it to some degree um, where things get lost and, you know, different networks uh, have different kinds of money to tell stories. So it's all, you know, I don't know. It's all, mm-hmm. uh, it's its own thing. <laughs> this is all yeah. I can, this is the only way I can put it. How was uh, the process getting this uh, role, this gig for you? Was it, I'm assuming your your rep, representation called you uh, just to let you know that to show up on audition for the show and uh, just going through the, that process or is it? Yeah, um, well, as far as the shy, it was, it was kind of funny because, um, it came up in a year. Um, it came up in a year where, to me, there were only like two things wow. that yeah I liked. You know that I auditioned for that year, and one was a movie and one was you know the show. So you know I was happy to audition for it. As um, one of those things where I went on tape because these days actors rarely get to uh, be in a room with people to audition uh so much of it is put on us to put ourselves on tape you know light ourselves edit and everything just to get the job so um i put myself on tape for it and i found that you know when doing it it was one of those things where you just knew the you just knew the dialogue like it made sense you know it wasn't tv dialogue it was real people you know dialogue yeah and, i recognize um, people in this film you it, know i actually like I, i've been around people like these people you know actually yeah it's like you just you know them you 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 recognize them uh from the yeah, neighborhood right. or from life and it was you know and then i didn't hear anything about it you know nothing about the project i was like oh well okay i guess i didn't get that one you know so um the next year because because it came up around year. well yeah it was like at the top of the year and then at the end of the year so it was the end of the same year um the project came back yeah, around sure. and i was like wait is this that thing that i auditioned for like and you know what i you know you kind of you sometimes you just remember dialogue and i'm reading it and i was like yeah this is totally the same character this is the same thing they didn't change anything and um i went and they said they wanted me to go to network so at that mm-hmm. point it was like oh wait so what happened you know um and then i you know found out everything about it and i guess they had shot the pilot with other people um and showtime wasn't happy with it so they just scrapped everybody and started over again wow that's because you are you are uh, in the series from the first episode yeah but there was a whole nother cast and a whole nother pilot before right right. so um sure but you know it is a testament to the show that they were willing to put the money up to do it again. And, as you said already, the writing. Yeah. Because if the concept and the writing wasn't there, why bother? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Exactly. Right? I mean, it had to cost a lot of money to recast and stuff. Exactly. So, yeah. so, but fortunately for us, they did. And now you're on the show <laughs> going into now the third, <laughs> going into a third season. It's, yes, it's really, and uh, I'm very excited about this season. I, you know, I, I just feel like yeah. the show keeps growing and getting better each season. 
Right. So wait, so when is the third season premiere? June 21st. Okay, June 21st. I'm glad you got to shoot it, for goodness sake. Think about the timing of it. Well, yeah, I mean, for us, you know, uh, the way we shoot, uh, we don't shoot while it's, you know, on air. We shoot before, so it was already finished um, and in the can. No, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Right, right. No, thank goodness, because, uh, you know, my, uh, for instance, my, my son's mother is on a series in L.A., and they were getting ready to uh uh they're about ready they had to go on a hiatus just because the timing of the of the uh um yeah. you know pandemic and no all. i i get it i mean that's why that's why we're starting uh why we're airing earlier uh because a oh, couple okay. of shows had to stop you know abruptly and oh right they need the content because yeah. we were supposed to originally come out july 5th right oh i see okay so uh, yeah a couple months that's good a couple weeks yeah. <laughs> Weeks. June, June, you said yes. I'm, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, well, that's great. And then hopefully, hopefully, uh, you know, come uh, I don't know the winter, will you'll be able to get back to work? Um, yeah. Well, hopefully the summer. You know, late summer, fall. Oh, even, yeah. Because we usually even start sooner. in August. Uh-huh. So they are they're 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 moving forward with season four. We hope so. <laughs> Production. Well. As it stands yeah. now. That's good. So, very good. So you got yourself... That's very lucky. I mean, think how many uh, actors have such the fortune of of a series that, uh, you know, has momentum like this, mm-hmm. you know? They got through actually three plus seasons. That's that's uh, that's great. No, that's great. It, it is. Um, I'm very thankful for it. You know, it's a great forum to be in. Yeah. 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 And the and the and the production itself, the uh, the, the 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 mood, just the general sort of uh, vibe on the set is uh, it's, it's how do you find that working with those actors and it seems like a great cast of people. It but, is. Uh, uh, they're they're a fun cast of people. Um, you know, because we are a large cast and it is. It's a sprawling. Yes, yeah, it's, it's sprawling, and it's also kind of set up in different ways. Like we have different, say, yeah. generations of people. I've, it has quite a range of age from, you know, small kids to, 80s. Uh, you know, 80s. grandma. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite characters. I love my, One of my favorite characters. I know she's, she's one of the ones that reminds me of people I've everybody, met. Everybody. You know, uh, everybody says that. Everybody knows a Miss Oh, Apple. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. She's so much fun, though, too. Um, she's a uh-huh. big personality in um, Chicago. She's a radio personality. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are there? Were, did they do much local yes, casting? Yes, there? there's or, a lot of local the, casting yeah. in the show. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, yeah, because I looked up. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Mike Epps. Oh, um, oh well, certainly. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Ty Davis. Um, uh-huh. I'm trying to think yeah. who else. Oh, uh, the guy that plays Reg is from. Darn the one who plays Darnell, I yes. believe, was the one I was referring to at the very beginning of our conversation. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. That you cut Chicago, and native. you cut me off. Sorry, sorry. Yes, I know. I <laughs> well, I was I was thinking. Well, you know, I, I've been watching, and, and I'm expecting eventually that you will have your own arc. As I said, I've only seen, you know, the first half of the first season. I apologize for not motivate getting motivated earlier and watching more of it. I would have had uh, more. <laughs> Because I'm enjoying it, so I'm and I'm going to watch the rest. You can in yes, a couple of weeks. You can yes, test. Yes, you are. And I yeah, will yeah, be you, and you can. You. T- 
Okay, finally a test I probably will pass. <laughs> I'm so excited. But I, so, but I was going through a little bit of the episode synopsis guide also just to see if there was anything I, you know, to see if there's any clues as to upcoming arcs or anything like that. And it looked like maybe that you were developed some sort of a relationship with somebody. That's that's the uh, that's what I was getting at. But it, I didn't think it was a spoiler because first of all, I can't give a spoiler. I haven't gotten that far <laughs> viewing wise. So, but I thought maybe it was like something set up for the next season. And you're yeah. talking about after one season at the end of season oh, two. Oh no, no, maybe I'm wrong. The Darnell character was there a relationship between Jada and Darnell? I guess is that well. The question? I mean, we we are parents, co-parents. Oh, yes. Okay, so oh, okay. We have a son. that's Emmett's Emmett's yeah. dad. Okay, so okay. we're exes. All right, got yeah. you. Okay, all right. So all right. Well, those uh, who don't have Showtime, go get Showtime. Yeah, get in uh, now because they have 30 days, you know, I think it's 30 days free trial. You get trial. a free trial, period. Yeah. Right. And, I, and, and if you're listening, likelihood is you're stuck inside for the next 30 <laughs> days. So you could watch the entire sh- Shy. Also, you could probably, after that, when you're done watching the, the sh- uh, Shy, the shy you could probably start watching the eight seasons of uh, oh my god yeah the eight seasons which by the way my also my kid's mom is in the last season of oh that. really i gotta check that out the last i know you know that show also i'm not going to talk about it but it moves very so i actually did watch a season of that relatively quickly mm-hmm. so like like your show it moves it's very uh you know well written cool like, yeah a lot of it's exciting yeah I've... uh it's fun it's fun time this is actually the right I don't know. You're you're probably been quarantining. I have to guess you're in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. right? Uh, which right now is actually especially in the in the thick of uh, their lockdown yes. and their. Uh, you still you have know, some time. Not, yeah, yeah. But it is at least a um, one thing is the sheer uh, voluminous amount of episodics. At least now, finally, people can say, "Oh, uh, all right, got I time can, to uh, watch them." Yeah, so I think to definitely check out Showtime and, and at least take advantage of that 30-day trial uh, and watch The Shy. And, uh, the, other, the other great uh, project that, of course, I caught you in, which actually was, for me, the reason I reached out to you is because I was, saw you in Bull. I got a, you know a opportunity to see that. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. And, and you're, you're one of the uh, ca- characters in that. And um, I thought that was also just a, such an unconventional... Uh, unpredictable film. Yeah, you know what? Uh, it actually looks like it could go certain ways, and I'm glad that it didn't yeah. fall into those pits. Um, oh, not at all. Yeah. And it just, it just, you know, went its course, which was really great. Um, you know, for the two main characters, I, I, I did really like it a lot. I liked, mm-hmm. you know, seeing that world on screen. Um, you know, I wish there were certain, you know a little more in certain places um but i really did i i loved being a part of it you end up in so many off beat <laughs> no i mean i you know it you end up i end up i watch a lot of independent films you know because it's sort of the niche that i operate within you know as far as as far as this podcast more or less you know and uh so mm-hmm. i mean i know ira Sachs and He's a, he wrote me a lovely email um, after my dad passed away a few weeks ago, and uh, oh wow, yeah. I'm sorry to hear thank that. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, he was. Yeah, it, 
it's, it was it was expected. It wasn't a shock or anything. And um, he's so he's done the, the podcast a number of times. And uh, you know, seeing Little Men and catching you in that, and then seeing you in a uh, well, Bull and any number of other projects. Uh, what, wait, there was one other that uh, I was thinking about before. Go for oh, of course, which is how I met you. I don't know if you remember that, but that was many years mm-hmm. ago now. But you and John Sales. Yeah. We're on the podcast. That's how I met you, and I became familiar with your work. Yeah, and I just think, that, how does this approach and the, or this strategy, if there indeed is any, I don't know. It seems <laughs> like, you know, if you're looking for good work, that's enough for me. But I can't imagine your manager, let's say, or your, or let's say your agent, I don't know who's, how it works all the time, but I imagine your agent is sending you on uh, auditions, you know, that these small films by Ira are, are going to, be a big payoff for them you know um i'll just say like for me personally as far as getting work i would say probably nine times out of ten it's just from people i know that's really how my career has gone not through auditioning for things because i would even say with uh with the show well with the shy Mm. you know i did audition for it but there were so many people behind uh, behind the show that knew me already, knew my work, okay. you know. So it's like you have people wanting to work with you. So it's not just that cold audition, you know. Um, you have to do that part, but there's a lot of people rooting for you and wanting you to get this. And that's not always the case. So, I mean, truthfully, for most of what you've seen me in, it's been people you know, offering me those parts because they want to work with yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, you come recommended or they were very familiar with your work. Or they just want they've yeah. seen you in something and they think you're going to be perfect for that job. That also means that you have, you have a good, good reputation and, um, <laughs> well, and that, you know, you're a serious actor. Well, yeah. I mean, look, um, it wasn't a choice to act so I feel what I'm doing right now you know once I started I guess learning myself I should say because like I said it wasn't a uh, um, it wasn't I, I didn't set out to act you know once you realize that you're here for a reason and these things are happening for a reason yeah. and it gets even more solidified in yourself what it is you do what you put out there how it touches people the stories that you are drawn to and and how that affects people that are watching. Um, I can't, you know, come to a job for a payday. You know, it's not like I was given these gifts for a reason. So I have to, you know, be fully committed to whatever it is I'm doing. I have to be able to learn something from whatever I'm doing. Um, And and that's how I take it with everything I do. So you didn't go to acting school, for instance? No, mm-hmm. uh, because I, in some of your better, let's say, acting schools, and maybe even in some of the crappy ones, I don't know. But they, th- one <laughs> thing they, I'm sure, is still on young actors or new generation of emerging actors is you, you cannot muddle about. You, you, if you're serious, you have got to put yourself in a hundred and you know ten percent into to the work, and it is work, and you have to be prepared you know, your body, your mind, um, and you have to go into mm-hmm. each audition prepared, prepared, you know, I mean, all these sort of lessons that are 
hopefully, I'm assuming taught because it's so competitive. So how did you, take me back a little bit to your origin story, how, how it is you, because you, you're saying you fell into it, uh, but you seem so um, disciplined. Well, I mean, I, I'm disciplined all that in come anything from? I do. Yeah, okay. Um, and I'm also just very artistic, period. Um, you know, I come from like an artistic background with music, mm -hmm. um, singing, instruments, uh, painting, writing. That's just what I've always done. Um, so in this case, you know, like coming from Nebraska, where I'm from, I moved to New York for school and it was for fashion business because I used to make clothes oh. and... Did you go to FIT I or where'd was, you go? No, like coming from, it's so funny, coming from um, Nebraska, I did not know of FIT. Uh, I went to this school you probably never heard of and it was really for the business, not oh. actually making I clothes. I did that to make money, but I also... Um, you know, you learn New York, you learn how expensive it is. So you do everything to make money. Um, and what happened was I did some music videos and I, you know, people that I was with or around during that time, they were like, oh, you can make money doing this, you know, commercials or whatever, da, da, da. You should, you know, take a class and da, da, da. Because it's like when you see somebody that you know and then you see them on TV and you're like, wait, how did they do that? You know, um, I, I went and audited a class and I was just like, oh no, I can't, you know, I'm not somebody that is good up in front of other people. So it was a matter of like, I couldn't, you know, I, I didn't have that in mm -hmm. me, you mm -hmm. know, to do that. I was too self-conscious. So um, actually, act exercises or scenes. Just, just being in front of people. Okay. Being in front of people doing not stuff. necessarily not necessarily stage work even you're saying yeah no I'm just talking just being up in front of people and okay right doing stuff like an audience because you know in my head I'm just like yo these people are gonna talk about you da 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 you know and <laughs> I was like I nah this isn't for me uh -huh. but in New York you still you have the opportunity to fall into things and that's really what happened. Um, after years of being in the fashion business, I found myself bored and um, I ended up one day, a girl I worked with, she was doing extra work on SNL and she got sick. And I asked if I could just fill in for her because I knew, you know, it's like it's a body. So, you know, that's a couple hundred dollars for a day of work and it's fun. You can see the musical guests and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Could I fill in? And they let me. Um, and then they kept hiring me to the point where then I had to, you know, become union. And then, and this is when SAG and AFTRA were separate. Right, so right, right, sure. I became AFTRA. And then I ended up becoming SAG. Um, well, through AFTRA, I, I got an agent. And... Um, then I auditioned for my first like SAG role. What years you're going to cover? Okay, like '96. So in the mid '90s, you were doing all those SNLs as an extra. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, um, that yeah, the SNLs were mid '90s, like like maybe like '93 to '97 or something like that. Hmm. Uh, when I first did it, I think uh, like Chris Farley, Adam Sandler, um, Adam Sandler was there. I think. No, maybe not Chris Rock. I remember 
I don't know. I remember um, Phil Hart. Phil Hartman was mm, still there. Mm. You know, that was really sad. Um, very, yeah, very. Yeah. Um, but it was also interesting to see the change when the new group of people came in, like Will Ferrell and Sherry O'Terry oh, right. and yes. Molly Shannon. It was like new energy. It was more women, and it was it was really fun to watch and to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you get the bug a little bit then once you were... Because in a way, it was an ideal thing for somebody who was shy of attention. Here it is, you're yeah. in front of people, but you aren't getting the attention. Yeah, no, and you're right. And it also... I like sketch comedy. It's fun because it's fast. I like the pa- the pace of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like just that... It's just the adrenaline of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just going and you could really screw up. And it could be really funny, but you're just going to keep going. So I do like that kind of thing. Right. Um, in that case, I did during that time, like, especially once the whole agent thing happened, I went and, you know, got some pictures. And this is when there were still, like, hard pictures, you know, because um, right now everything is done online. Uh, everything's digital. So, yeah. Yeah, everything's yeah. digital. Yeah. So I did send, you know, send things out. It's and so much cheaper. Like, Faster. I mean, it's crazy. I don't know if you remember how hard it was to get, not hard, but how involved it was to get headshots. You know, typeset, just everything. Getting the photographs, getting them printed, getting, you know, just all of it. It was a lot. It was right. a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, New York Undercover was my first thing. And that is really the thing that set it off for me inside me to take acting seriously as a thing because when I worked on that audition um when I worked on that audition there was something that opened up and clicked for me um where I was like learning a part of myself that I didn't even realize was there you know like marking up a script it my scripts look like sheet music because Mm -hmm. like I think of things musically when I'm you know, working on text, on dialogue and stuff. So um, I went in there and, you know, emotion, it's, it's you know, I, I don't know. I love it. I love human behavior. Mm-hmm. You know, the ugly, the pretty, the all of it. I, I love human behavior. Mm. Not, none of it's off-putting or scary. The hei- heightened emotion. Yeah, heightened. no. Um, mm it's not. I mean, because like even take a character like uh, I think cousin Nadine from uh, Antoine Fisher, mm-hmm. she was a child molester. You know, uh, I, you know. Ultimately, that's what she did. She molested this young child, and you know, if I'm looking at that part as you know, with any kind of coloring, then I'm not going to be playing it. You know, uh, truthfully. Mm-hmm. So I really just have to go in there blank, you know, without any kind of opinion about that person. Oh, right. No, of course. Right. You can't judge the character. Yeah. That's hard. Otherwise, I'm not, you know, I'm not playing them truthfully. Mm, right. Do you have to find, you have to find the humanity or the, um, some sort of positive need? I mean, even of a, somebody as, as mm, toxic or... Yeah, poisoned as that character. And, and yeah, I mean, because everybody starts somewhere. Yeah, that's good. You know, we're right. born Pure. somewhere in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully, you know. 
But something happens along the way to get you there. That's true. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and in that, you know, person's head, what are they thinking in those moments when they are doing that? You know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, you know, I couldn't judge. Uh, the one thing I, I almost did not do that. And it was one of those things with the audition piece. And that was early on in my career where I read that audition and I was like, ooh, I can't, I told my agent, I can't do that, you know? And, you know, he's like, just look at it again because, you know, this is Denzel's like directorial debut and it'd be a really good start for you. And I looked at it again and the thing that uh, clinched it for me was all the things that, like what you hear, you're not seeing because that's what I was you know, I was um, having a hard time with like if viewers were actually going to see me doing that stuff, mm-hmm. but it's all just voiceover, so that made it easier mm. to do. Yeah, okay, that's great because you are then uh, getting s- s- encouragement, uh, support for taking risky roles in your yeah, yeah, and I think for me, what. You know, because my first, well, that because that wasn't my first one. My first was Stranger Inside. That was my first film, okay, HBO that. film, okay. and that is really what set everything off for me. Mm-hmm. You know, as just you're an actor. That's it. Um, and there's certain kinds of things that I do, and I feel like the riskier, the better for me because it's it, it's more interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know what did your where, where what did your parents do or what do they do? Uh, my parents are retired. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom works for the phone company. Mm-hmm. My dad worked for Greyhound. <laughs> wow! And, and this is in in Nebraska. You said. Yep. In mm-hmm. uh in well Omaha. in Omaha. Wow, Omaha girl <laughs> makes it big. What did they think of your career? Um, it's funny because I think it was a shock to kind of everybody that knew me because I never talked about acting. I never, right. <laughs> yeah, right. That's, you know, nobody you went for fashion, in, in, a business, and then you ended up uh, a movie. Yeah, like star. in movies. Yeah, that's it's weird. Um, it's sort of a cliche. I, this small. I mean, Omaha is a city of size. Uh, <laughs> I assume there's about. At least three quarters, like half a million, half a million to three quarters oh. of a million. But it's still, I mean, you you talk about New York, yeah, New York and L.A. Um, <laughs> and, and you shoot uh, now. Also, you're spent part of the year in, in Chicago. Chicago now, right? Yeah, and I had never been there, no, like, ever, just in the airport. Right. Well, of course, yeah. Airports, mm-hmm. the airports don't count, right? Because then no, they don't. If you could count them, you'd be in, like in every state or every state, yeah. just about. Um, I always. I always think about that too. And you're in Chicago for at least three or four months. Uh, no, it's probably six months. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I uh, like it there. So your parents? Do they? Are they both around, or did you? Yeah. Okay. Great. So do they? Still there. Do they come to visit you? In L. A. Um. In, not in L. A. Because I'm really, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not even really base based here. I, uh, okay. you know, come out here for pilot season and just meetings and stuff. Chicago, um, they come through because mm-hmm. it's close. Right, right. So are you? You're in LA now, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you're just renting a spot or something. 
Yeah. Okay, very good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my kid's mom is out there, so he's going out there pretty soon. Jacob is, uh, will be heading there. I'll probably be following him soon after, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Here? Okay, I'm going to look at... Well, depending at... on when. Soonish. I mean, he, I think he's going to go... I have uh, to take care of my dad's stuff and all that stuff, uh, both legal as well as just physical place I'm that's where I am now and uh mm. we were I was here because he was uh being taken care of nearby and I just sort of thought I was going to be here temporarily and then they ended up getting uh plans for change <laughs> you know yeah. but so yeah. I have to shut all that down but I a will not live separate city from my son and secondly I'm not going to be in New York again for another one of these I'm just not going to do it can't do it I get it um yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've you know, I'm usually well, it's like it's LA and it's New York. That's where I'm at. Right. And um Me too. Me too. You know. Yeah. But since the shy, it's like it's the three of them and it's more so LA and Chicago with very little New York oh, these yeah. days. Oh yeah. And there's no reason to <laughs> don't uh, it's uh I mean I don't know what it's going to be like here. Uh, yeah, after everything. Af- yeah, because, uh, I mean, you know, there's a number of, of sort of dimensions to that. There's also just the economy of it, the job market, mm-hmm. the economy. Does it, you know, what, what's the city going to be like? In some ways, it might be improved. I don't know. I, I mean, unlikely, but. Yeah, I mean, uh, like everybody there paying like double the rent for half the size of anything. Right. Is never a good situation. No, it's and, and that's and New York was really pissing me off with that. Me too. I grew up here, so for me, it's a city that I don't really recognize anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, it's just not a city for artists, middle class. Um, you know, it's yeah, because then you're stuck in a shoebox, exactly paying yeah unheard of amount of money for nothing, no space. You know? Unheard of. Except maybe maybe someplace like San Francisco, I don't know, but uh, yeah, but at least there. I mean, I can't say I've been there or lived there. I would think though you'd still have land of some sort. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So when when you're in Chicago, I'm assuming this you're put up. Is that how it works? No. Womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> womp womp. Yeah, exactly. I guess. You know, I don't know how it's going to be now. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard so many different things about going back to, uh, you know, how productions are going to handle that. Right. You know, because as of now, we all live in different places. Right. And you know, and then coming back to set, who knows? I don't. I don't know. So uh, the bull, by by the way, bull rather is uh, since we were talking about that before. The film, yes, uh, and it's um, it's on VOD as of now, right now, today, as we speak yep, today. And you saw me, speak. you saw me tweet. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I did. I'm glad I looked because I, I guess I don't. I, I looked in my original. Today's Friday. So I know every day glad. seems the same, sort of, but every day is Friday, <laughs> uh, or <laughs> Tuesday, or happy hour. That's true too. I, I haven't I, I haven't brought myself there. I'm trying to be so disciplined, but I'm I have a lot of work right now, so I'm lucky. Okay. I'm lucky. I got okay. I got a bunch of work right before we went into this thing, so I'm actually in good shape right now. Uh, so I really have to uh, resist that uh, the day drinking. But so I'm, <laughs> I I wait till seven o'clock and then I have my glass of wine. That's how I do. It. That's nice. <laughs>
What was I going to say? Oh, so Bull is today Rob Morgan, mm-hmm. directed by, uh, I just wrote it. So Annie Silverstein. Annie Silverstein, who I, I, I have not had on the podcast. Not, I haven't been familiar with her work. but Gotta get her. She's great. Okay. And I want to get sweet. Rob Morgan, who I, I like a lot, too. And, oh, yeah. Uh, he's great. He's in everything, too. Yeah, he's a very busy guy, and a very but it's a very understated performance as well. So people should check it that out. I, I tweeted the trailer, and uh, so people should check it out, uh, and then uh, stream that. Mm-hmm. And then you've got another something in the spring. Did I notice? Or do you have another film that's going to be no? The Shaw? No. Okay. Mm, no. I thought I saw, okay. <laughs> or maybe that you you maybe it was something you were supposed to do, but maybe now it's on. Maybe it's on a little bit of a delay because of the uh, the deal, the situation. All right. I could be making it up. I've been known to do such things. See, I, I'm just projecting. I want you to be overly <laughs> well, I employed. Do too. It, it could be my own movie, which I'm still oh. going after financing. Okay. Tell me about that as much as you can. I know that um, you may not want to divulge too well, much. Well, you know, it's, it's, uh, you wrote it's myself something. and Clark Peters. Um, oh, I, a, I, know, I know. I know Clark Peters. Yeah, he's, he's great. Yeah. Stupidly talented. Um, great was, person, great there, friend. Uh, Red Hook. Summer, I met, yeah, uh, yeah. I met him on that. Spike yeah. Lee. Mm-hmm. No, well, we have a film that's you know about a couple, uh-huh. black couple in the Broadway theater world, and it's you know from the woman's POV uh-huh. of dealing with uh, infidelity, you know, while doing a play. Oh, okay. And all that comes of it. So it's you know, it's black artists. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about, black artists. Um, so you wrote this. I wrote it. I'm going to direct it. This is your directorial debut, it. or did you have you had a chance? To... Um, feature, yeah. Okay. okay, but I have directed other things. Have you done theater, or have you done short films? Or... Short. Okay. Yeah, short films. You know, hey, you know, maybe in season four of The Shy, they'll let you direct a couple of uh, episodes. Should... I'm waiting. <laughs> oh, you've you've already you've already made the suggestion. Yes, that's terrific. If I, Gotta, you know, I'm sorry, you know. Who else is if not you? Like anytime that somebody has talent or do certain things, especially filmmakers, I don't feel like filmmakers kind of sit around and wait for somebody to offer them something. I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. we go after things because otherwise... Like you said, is if not you, it's going to be twenty thousand other people. Yeah, no, I think it's very true, and I think this, I think it's a good idea to develop your own stories. Uh, and no one is going to, unless you luck out, like like you know, I guess you did with the shy. Um, who who else is going to be writing the kind of material or presenting with to you the type of material you're looking for? It's very mm-hmm. rare. It's just it's so. But then that's only one part of, you know, the kind of characters that I could be playing. I mean, there's so many different kinds of stories that I could be in, that I could do well in, that I could be bringing to life that, you know, like I I feel like I still haven't seen anyone like myself on screen um, or people that, you know, are friends of mine. You know, I've not seen our lifestyles on screen. Like, Mm -hmm. really. Mm -hmm. I've seen versions, but not how I feel. Not that I feel really reflect in a completely, I don't know, truthful in my way. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if if that sounds right. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. The more you, it seems like then you can create those opportunities if you're right, if you're 
developing your own material, I guess. Yeah, I mean, um, I think that's I mean, what most people have to or need to or do when they aren't getting all the kinds of things that they want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting those made is a whole other challenge. Right, and that's what you're talking about now. And then, yeah. and then particularly right now, as you said, you're developing this, uh, uh, you've written a film for your Clark, and you are supposed to be in the development, financial development in this case, phase, which is is nearly impossible because that's correct <laughs> uh, well i actually wrote a short and I'm, I'm only bringing this up because i can on a smaller level it's a short film i've never directed either uh, i'm sorry you have directed but i've never directed period and so i wrote a film you know i'm in my 50s but i thought let me i've been i've been around by osmosis i picked up so much i mean i've always been an artist in other ways, but I've never made a film. So I thought, you know, I've been wanting to write something. I finally wrote a short, and I was going to direct it. I cast it. I started mm-hmm. every... We we're getting ready to... Uh, we're in pre-production, in a sense. I have a, a producer. Everybody set up. And then, um, you know, I was going to spend the month before just raising the last, the, the rest of the money. And then this happened, and then you can't do... I'm going to do a Kickstarter and start asking everybody just to fund my short. I know you're not, you don't have no income and I know you, (laughs) you can't pay your rent, but don't be selfish. Give money to my, (laughs) my little comedy short. And, uh, I promise you, you'll be glad you did. So I know I can't, so it's okay. I mean, I, 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 there would be no festivals to submit it to anyway, so it's okay. I can, I can wait it out. Oh man, that sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, it's it's okay. As soon as things kind of normalize, I I'm putting up my quote, yeah. my my quote marks. Well, I'll I just pick up where I left off, even if it's not in New York. It's a it's a it's a little comedy. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, I can't wait to see it. Thank you. Okay, sure. <laughs> can I can I perform it for you right now? <laughs> that may, you do all the parts. <laughs> uh, everyone, including the eighty uh, year old mother in it. <gasps> Oh, man. That's funny. Yeah. I have another one ready to go. Uh, also, I wrote another one, and it's all for what um, a feature that I'm, you know, working on that, um, which is, you know, I have no intention of directing, but I thought, why not? This is, uh, what do I got to lose? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, I don't know. It's, it's an, it, yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> it, it Seriously. And and if you're not? home, especially now, you should. It's a great opportunity. It's, are you are you able to work on things like that at all? Uh, what do you what do you it's, what? How do you preoccupy most of your yourself during the uh, uh, quarantine? Uh, during this, it's uh, I've been focusing on just a lot of it is just keeping keeping somewhat chill because I feel like you start thinking about business too much, trying to make things happen, trying to like get to people, trying to. It can drive you bananas. Right. And that's really not a, a good place to be in either. Um, I am always, I don't, yeah, I think when you have a film, there's never, and you're the actual filmmaker, I don't think there's a downtime for you not thinking about it. Um, I have, you know, been reaching out to people mm. and trying to, like, you know, not push too hard, but just. Keep, I don't know. Keep you things. Just keep it. Keep things moving. Right. No, I know. Of course. Right. As, keep engaged with people. Yeah. Exactly. Um, sure. And you know, and always trying to find new places, new people. Mm-hmm. You know, because in my case, you know, with this particular film, 
it's been through, you know, film independent labs. Uh, it's been through some Sundance labs. It's, it's got a lot of things already in place. So it's really waiting for, it's, it's getting first in money. First in money mm-hmm. is what I'm looking for. So it's, it's, you know, identifying those people that are looking, well, that see value in the story, in the people, in me. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, I hate to say it, like bluntly, a lot of people don't, you know, just straight up don't find value in black faces. And, you know, especially ones that aren't like the the, the five or six that are like the top names, mm-hmm. you know, in film and television. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, see, it's you're you're up against a lot of uh, just professional hurdles in that way. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. So, well, good for you for forging ahead. Got des- it. Despite the, <laughs> well, yeah, not everybody does. Yeah, but... Yeah, yeah, just have to. Period. Right. Well, you said at the beginning that you you said something about not having a choice when it came to becoming, yeah, becoming exactly. an actor, and I didn't know what you meant. Like I thought, well, even if I was wondering, like what you meant by like you had didn't have a choice. It is, I guess, at a certain point, in other words, you just sort of. It's it. It really is like I found my purpose. Yeah. So it's not like I'm just like, oh, right, right. oh you know, if this doesn't work, da-da-da-da-da. Right. Or mm, maybe I'll, you know, I'm more interested in that. Did you ever get a this degree in what the, I'm business, here to the do. fashion business? Did you get a degree in it? Yeah. Oh, you did. So there's that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, but... <laughs> no, but it, I mean... No, but kidding. it all... All of those things are a part of this thing. Mm-hmm. It's like my fashion skills, my fashion business skills, that knowledge... My musical knowledge, my writing knowledge, all of it goes into creating story. Are so you, are you it's doing all it? a part of this. Are mm-hmm. you doing anything musically? Uh, or I'm just trying to figure out if you're keeping busy with any of your other talents, your your other interests, your other... No. No, I mean, because I feel... I mean, I'm not making music or anything. Mm-hmm. There's always music involved in my projects. Right, right, right. Um, and right now it's more or less, you know, getting them together. Cause like, you know, one of them is a TV is a series and it's, it's, it's all the business part right now. It's the business part of things, mm-hmm. getting that going. I understand. Right. Yeah. The uh, not so fun part. <laughs> uh, well, I hope that, you know, that it's not long before you're able to return to work Whatever that looks yeah, like. Yeah, me too. And me I know, too. I know. Yeah. It's very frustrating and uh, stressful. I'm going to go back at 7 o'clock. I get my glass of wine. I watch okay, episode, ep- episode Season 1, Episode 6 of uh, The Shy. I can't tell if my son is... Yeah, I think you could like get through 6, 7, you know, maybe <laughs> up to 8, you know? Uh-oh. <laughs> I, th- I you're, think you're, so. You're... you're, you're in other words, you're, you're, you are um, <laughs> encouraging me to binge watch tonight. I am. Well, you know, a couple episodes. Because I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm figuring, I'm going to check in on you okay. come a Sunday night. And uh, you need to be done with season one. That, I think I can manage that. That's I've got 48 See, yeah, hours. See, and I'm not pushing you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't feel pushed. It's a, <laughs> And it's a, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Um, See? Yeah. I, have, I only have to watch uh, also one or two films. Uh, 
Uh, and what are you going to watch? Anything that I know? No, no. It's a one film. It's another a friend of mine who's a filmmaker. He's got a new film, and actually, I was an extra in it uh, because he Uh-oh. did one of those things where it was shot in this Brooklyn fu- funeral home. Um, oddly, this was last summer, and I was, uh, you know, he just put a call out, and I said, no, I don't mind doing that. That sounds for this particular filmmaker. I was kind of because sometimes I'm like with especially like I did that with Ira too. I was actually you know, an extra. Maybe that was the one before. It was before uh, Little Men, which uh, Yolanda Ross is also oh. in. Uh, it was a film called uh, um, the Lo- Love is Strange. Yes. With, I love that one. Oh, that was a good one. John Lithgow and... Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and... Um, I can see his face. Yeah. <laughs> right. It, no, no, it's a lovely film. And um, I was in a scene, in a, in a, uh, actually a couple of the scenes where... I think at the very end, you can see me walking down the street, in fact. But there were certain filmmakers who I'm like, I say, oh, yeah, you know, I kind of really would like just an opportunity to be a fly on the wall to see how they, oh, cool. they work. So, that is cool. So I did that also with this other guy. His name is Dan Salit, and I'm, I'm going to have him back. He did one of my very first episodes, like, years and years ago. It's, mm. it's, it, I, I don't think I even have it online anymore because it was so early on that I, it's embarrassing. But... Um, Finally, he's coming back on because this is the first film he's done in a number of years. And uh, uh, so I'm going to talk to him tomorrow afternoon. So I have to watch his film, obviously. So. Is it out? No, it's coming out. Oh. I guess it's coming out, you know, like 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 Bull is um, in a matter of days. Yeah, uh, I think it's next week. I have to check. What's it called? It's called 14. Okay. So, yeah, and I know quite a few people in it so I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to watching that but that's the only one other than that it's season one of uh, The Shy I promise <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's fun to watch yeah great 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 so thank you very much it was really nice to talk to you I hope do we do we uh, sort of hit everything or did we talk about I think so I mean I know, you know a lot more about, about you now yeah <laughs> yeah I know you're from Omaha you're yep. parent- your parents uh regular jobs mine too yeah no i mean you know yeah. i'm thankful to be here and uh it's always great talking to you i can't wait to talk to you about one of my films i can't either trust me i will be pursuing you for that i'll remind you <laughs> yeah and um if you need any if I do anything, let me know. You know, your man on uh, here in New York. I'm sure you have other friends here, but you have one more in me. Let's put it that way. Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, stay safe and healthy. And yeah, you too. Thank you. you too. Thank you. Alrighty. Welcome to the 25th anniversary of the toughest sport on dirt. Well, the report said that you blacked out. What am I going to do with you? Crystal's been causing me some grief. You'd be in bed. Well, you ain't doing your job, miss. I'm doing my best. Please. Her mom is in jail. I'm sorry for what she did. Is there any way we can work this out? That's the girl that broke into your house. Hey, I bet she can run better than you. Hey. Hey.
You must be a bull rider now. A bull rider, huh? You ain't gonna make no money in bull riding. You wanna make some money, we can talk about that. You see that bull? You think he's just going crazy, right? Wants to kill someone. His mind is going crazy with anger. But when he gets close to you, he closes his eyes. He can't see. Well, we have some great episodes coming up. We have a conversation with Clark Duke and Patrick Don Vito. Clark is, of course, a comic actor as well as now a director and a writer, and and, and, uh, he's just a powerhouse. And he is going to come on the podcast to talk about his new film. It's called Arkansas, which is edited by my friend Patrick Don Vito, who uh, Patrick was on last year. He had uh, edited the film Green Book, and, of course, they won the Oscar for that. So that's coming up, as well as a conversation with the co-host of the Gilbert Gottfried Amazing Colossal Podcast. Frank Santo Padre will be on. I have the impresario of comedy, Jeffrey Gurian, back on. Jeffrey was on a couple of years ago when to talk about his, his uh, memories of Jerry Lewis when Jerry Lewis died. And Jeffrey uh, just underwent barely making it alive out of uh, the coronavirus, and he was hospitalized. It was a very scary experience all around. I, I was watching his posts when he finally had enough strength to do it on Facebook, and I, I asked him as soon as he felt up to it if he would consider coming on the podcast, and he, he took me up, and I'm so grateful that he did. So we'll be, be talking to Jeffrey. We have my friend Kaz Phillips and her creative partner, Greg Lohman, regarding a short they did. We have the uh, documentary filmmaker Nina Davenport coming up. We have a brilliant filmmaker, Mark Cousins, coming up. Allison, did I mention Allison Anders is finally doing the show after nine years of me doing this podcast? And the filmmaker Ben Garshar with another uh, short. And my friend Dan Salit is coming on. And more. Now we've worked out all of the recording issues with with everybody. We're just doing them on Zoom. It's just gotten so much more uh, pleasurable. So we, we just are going to jam-pack the uh, show in the next week. So please do continue to... Uh... And if you're listening, by the way... Please take take a couple of minutes and go on to uh, Apple Podcasts or what was known as iTunes and give us a star rating and a review. It's almost impossible to get people to do this, but you're home and you're not doing that much. Now you have absolutely no excuse. Please go ahead and do that. It's a big kindness. It's a big favor to me. Uh, so people will discover the podcast. But uh, as important as that is to indeed stay inside as much as you possibly can, avoid close contact, keep your social distance, and wash your hands, and, you know, just please keep healthy, take take whatever steps you need to to keep your immune system in good condition and healthy condition, and take care of yourselves and, and the ones you love. Until next time. Broken strings, broken threads, broken springs.